Hello and welcome to the More to Life podcast. I am your host, Elle Mace, and today I have the honour, our guest speaker today is Alex Tripod, who for me is a manifestation queen, but I will let you introduce yourself. Hi, Alex. Hello, queen. Oh, what an honour. Love this. So, okay, introducing myself as I rub some mm, delicious essential oils in my wrist, activate my brain. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Gosh, where do I start? So I'm obsessed with manifestation, law of attraction, law of vibration, quantum physics, all things reality creation. I'm also a business coach too. I didn't create a seven-figure coaching business by meditating on my navel all day and hoping and wishing that it'll come and fall into my lap. But yeah, basically I help people raise their vibration and really step into their highest timeline by equipping them with actual, I'm going to say, practical tools that they can implement on a daily basis that's going to allow them to actually feel empowered in the now instead of what most of humanity does. I'm going to wait for the money to hit my bank account and then I'm going to feel abundant. I'm going to wait for the physical manifestation first and then I'm going to feel the feeling. So it's like, why don't we reverse that cycle of insanity? And I love how a phone call just came in then. That that was great, Alex. So we're going to reverse that cycle of insanity and empower them. And that's what I'm all about. And when we do that, when we make our vibrational reality supreme, like our 3D reality transforms. That's my obsession. I love mixing the science and the spirituality of manifestation because I feel like when people logically understand what they're doing, they're more likely to implement the tools. And then through that consistency, they're going to see transformations. Love that. There's a couple of things you've said there, like logically understand what they're doing. I think there are so many people out there that are now, under well, they're looking into manifestation And they've kind of got like an understanding of it, but they're still like doubting it, still not really sure how it exactly works. I'm kind of like a bit in disbelief, like, so what if I say these affirmations and this is going to happen? But as you know, and you took a class in my mastermind last year, which was amazing. Like, it's actually so much more than that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, this is where, you know, kudos to Rhonda Bryan, who created the book, The Secret, and created the documentary like love her message, love her mission. And I think it's left a bit of a bad taste around manifestation to so many people because people are sitting there going, great, all I need to do is create a little vision board, a little stagnant vision board with a few fucking images. I'm going to close my eyes and think of myself in that Royals Royce or that freaking Range Rover and poof, magic. And it's like, no, it's so much more than just visualizing what you want. That is like, one one hundredth of the game, you know, and what we really need to be looking at as your vibration, meaning the seven factors that make up your personal energetic frequency. What are the words you're speaking into existence? What are the programs that are stored in your subconscious mind? You know, what are your thoughts? Because it's not about changing outside there. It's about changing self. When we focus on self and we change self, self meaning what is my vibrational relationship with money? What is my vibrational relationship with whatever it is? What do I believe to be true about myself? Because the external is going to reflect that like a mirror. So, 
yeah, I feel like I don't blame people that watched The Secret and got disheartened because that was me. That was yeah. literally me. This it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a bottom until I kind of got engaged. Oh, this is what I actually need to be doing, if that makes sense. Yeah. And also I think, like, well, from my experience of it, I kind of like really got into it for a couple of months, like had a solid like daily practice. And I did really notice the difference. Then when life got busy, I stopped it. And then you can really, you have to keep it going, don't you? It's not something that you can just like dip in and out of and think that you're going to get instant results. Yeah, I love this question because honestly, like I'm eight years in to being a manifestation coach. I'm telling you right now, if tomorrow I stopped getting up, moving my body, meditating, reading out my magical script, re- rewiring my belief systems, doing my gratitude, like all these million dollar rituals is what I like to call. And I call it my bulletproof reprogramming system. It's what I teach. Mm. If I stop doing that, I'm telling you right now, Al, three months from now, even sooner, a month from now, my business would start going to shit. My finance would start going to shit. My relationship would start going to shit because I'm not taking the time to emotionally condition myself. And then I'm looking externally to have things in my world to make me feel better. So I'm literally giving away my power, giving away my power, giving away my power. Quantum physics actually tells us that it takes anywhere between six to eight weeks for the metaphysical and the physical to start interlocking, overlapping. So meaning how you are feeling right now may take six to eight weeks for it to start showing up in the physical world. And what most people do is, oh, Alex, I've been saying my affirmation, I've been raising my vibration, I've been doing all the things for three weeks straight now and I'm still not a millionaire. I'm still having shifted in my 20K months. I'm here to say, like, stop being fucking entitled. And also, you already know what giving up looks like. What if you were just to take the full six to eight week journey consistently like your life depended on it and then start noticing between the six to eight week mark how the mirror starts to shift Mm. Mm. yeah oh you've already made me so much more motivated to go away (laughs) you know what as you're talking I'm literally like oh my gosh I can now see it so clearly like I was on it on it, on it, on it last summer. And actually just through busyness, not through doubt of does it work, just life. And now I can actually see exactly where my life has started to sort of like, you know, go back to the way it used to be before I started this. And also like you obviously um, focus on manifestation with like business and wealth and I'm sure a few other things. So in my line of work, which is very much kind of health and wellness, a lot of like disordered eating, a lot of body dysmorphia, low self-worth, like people can apply it. I actually, I think it was a year or something. And I started to apply this to your relationship with food. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this is a game changer for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's so many different tools that I teach. But part of this is like, again, when we're looking at mental health or low self-worth, it's Okay, so how do I cultivate feeling like, you know, taking my self-love and self-worth to the next level? So this is what I would call self-concept. And so self-concept changed my life. And again, remember, there's nothing or no one to change but self, right? Your money in your bank account right now is a reflection 
of what you most dominantly think, feel, and believe to be true about money. Your partner right now is a reflection and showing you what you believe to be worthy of how to be treated. Mm-hmm. And that's a slap in the face sometimes, especially for people in, I'm going to say something really controversial here, people in domestic violence, people in all these things. They're like, oh, I didn't choose that. And it's like on some deep unconscious level, you have to take responsibility that you manifested it. Does that mean you fucking stay in that relationship? Hell no. Mm. You get the fuck out, right? But the reality is a lot of them stay in that because the self-worth isn't at the level, right? And so, and I've gone a bit on a bit of a tangent here, but where I want to share this is like I ended a relationship a couple of years ago where I literally felt so unloved, so unworthy, and that was my own inner child wounds coming out. Mm-hmm. And I left feeling like a shell of myself. And this not feeling wanted, not feeling desired, started rippling into my finances, into my business, into everything. Like how can it not, right? And so I discovered something called self-concept, which I'd been doing for a while, but now I've gotten, you know, when you like have a frame around something, you're like, oh, now I realize what I've been doing. And so I started every day in different sort of ways being like, I feel incredible. I am magnetic. My energy is captivating. People are in awe of me. I'm in awe of myself. I'm a gold mine. I'm a fucking package. I'm a smoke show. I'm incredible. You know, I'm an incredible communicator. So it's like going on a tangent and the four prompts that you want to be using is I am, I feel, I'm seen as, I'm experienced as. I'm experienced as a world-class leader. I'm seen as a badass, bougie manifestation coach. I am incredible. I feel magnetic. I'm seen as a whatever it is. So like going on and on and on about this, really engaging my heart, playing music with it as well, belting this out at the beach every day, fucking changed my life. And I was manifesting all sorts of things. This was reflected in clients, money, business explosion, a 200K launch, a new lover coming into my life. I dropped eight kilos because all of a sudden, like, my body self-worth just increased. Like, this is the shit, man. When we're trying to change our reality and we're, like, dieting and exercising and doing all these things, but we're not actually doing it from a place of, like, I'm actually going to change my energy as well on the inside. I'm going to have full love and acceptance for myself. I'm going to look at the programs inside of my brain that are fundamentally going against me. Because if I can shift the program, I can shift this reality. And where most people go wrong is they try to change their reality, their money reality, their body reality, their mental reality. And there's programs running in their subconscious mind that is fundamentally going against them because it is part of their identity. So identity creates reality. We need to take the identity shift, which is why sometimes when there's mental health issues, there's such an identity around, well, I'm just an anxious person. Well, I'm just depressed. Well, I have bipolar disorder. Well, I well, guess what? I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Do you know what I said? Get fucked. You know why? Because that actually stemmed from an inner child wound. I actually believe that all mental disorders all stem from, and they're just a Western name for an inner child trauma that happened, and now we just give them these fucking fancy names, right? And that's the excuse, and that's the identity that we're 
don't give in and conform to an identity that some profession has given to you. You can absolutely change it when we shift that energy. Yeah, definitely. And also, I think this is becoming more and more that people are getting diagnosed with these personality things. And and actually, I always just say, just use it as a superpower. Like if you do find that like, you know, you totally focus like a crazy person on one thing and then not on anything else, then take that one thing and run with it. Like it could be a superpower. Do you know what's really, I've never revealed this to anyone. The last week I've realised that I actually do have ADHD. And it's like coming out like so many, I got ADHD, I got ADHD, I got ADHD. And like, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I never paid attention to it. And I looked up signs of ADHD and I'm like, oh my fucking God, that is me. And yet I haven't allowed that to stop me from touring Australia, taking action, meditating every fucking day, being consistent building the life of my dreams. And yes, now I have more awareness, the fact that I have 50 tabs open at all times and that I'm always multitasking, that I have trouble focusing on my stuff. And I think it's because I've had three coffees in one day, but it's actually because I have ADHD. But I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm doing exactly what you said. It's a fucking superpower. And if I can do it, so can you. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. Like as you're even talking, I'm just laughing because it's me as well. Like 100 tabs on. I'll go to email someone and I'll think, Oh, I'll just email someone else now. I don't even finish the email. <laughs> I'm like, my computer right now. I have a tab open to book flights for my Australian tour. I have another tab open to don to book hotels, and I have another tab open to buy myself a black blazer and a white blazer. I have a Canva open to create yeah. a fucking Instagram swipe file. I've got. Oh, it's out yeah. of control. It makes That's so how fun. I'm I love it. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. This is quite a new thing for me as well. I feel like I could talk about it forever. Okay, so what I would love, because I know a bit about your story, because I've been on your calls before. So what I would love is for you to tell your journey and your story, because what I also have people say to me is when they've read a book, or there's a few manifestation new ones out at the moment for some from some like, you know, kind of like, <laughs> lots of people, and I've spoken to people about it, they've said, yeah, but like, she's come from money anyway. Or like, actually, have you seen her background? She, her dad was famous or rich or whatever so a lot of people have said to me like it only like yes there's all these people but they kind of came they deep down behind the scenes they came from it anyway so I would love to hear your story on like your confidence like your you know how you've transformed yourself to have this ultimate confidence this ultimate life and where you've sort of come from yeah well it's interesting because when I look back at who I was in my 20s and stuff like it's not that I wasn't confident but I was confident in a way that like I wanted attention in you know like I'd be that chick that would get up on the fucking podium and be like what but it was really like I would live for the weekends I would live for getting fucked up I had no purpose I had no self-belief I didn't know what personal development was I was happy in my nine-to-five job all I wanted was to manifest a woman and be in like have love and be loved and I don't know how far back we want to go, but I think a big part of my resilience is twofold. So the first one is that I was diagnosed as obese by about the age of 10 and I was bullied on the playground and I had no friends for about five years from like grade four to year eight. And so that was huge, you know, because that was where all my, like my wounded rejection, fear of abandonment has come from. And then And then food became my best friend, right, because I had no friends. And it was really interesting because then basically my next big hurdle was 
from about age of 16, I started realizing, oh, I kissed my first girl. I kissed a girl and I like <laughs> And it was nothing like, it was like the family shame. And that was a really hard period in my life. I was just kind of like, it was almost like I was just fumbling around life. It was like just living, but just sleeping. Got to a point where I tried to turn myself straight several times. I tried to overdose on sleeping pills. I did. I got hospitalized. Like, you know, the times I had to hit rock bottom before I woke up, probably about five fucking wake up calls from my spirit guides, but I didn't want to listen. And then the real rock bottom was like when my girlfriend at the time broke up with me and I was, she kicked me out of her apartment and I was on fetal position on the floor, like crying, begging for her to let me back in. No dignity, no self-worth. And she was like, no, it's over Alex. And it was just like gut-wrenching anxiety. Like, you know, that breakup, like where it's like that dark night of like, yeah, you know, like, I'm, oh yeah, I've hit rock bottom like so many times, but it still hasn't fully shifted them into making them just have a big, bold decision to change their life. And for me, that was a heartbreak, as cliche as it is. It was heartbreak, just like realizing that I put my entire self-worth on if this one woman was going to love me or not. And when she didn't and she was ready to throw me away and didn't want to be with me, it was gut-wrenching. Like I've never felt pain like that before. And that for me was a turning point. I literally, the next morning was just like, I'm going to change my life because I loathe who I am so much. And sometimes I truly believe being at a rock bottom is such a powerful place to be because you finally have the leverage to do whatever it takes to change your life. And you're no longer scared of taking that action, quitting your job, leaving that toxic relationship, investing in yourself, taking out a loan, because that action isn't nearly as scary as staying the same as who you are, because you are in such a world of pain as who you are Mm. that you're willing to take the risk and jump into that uncertainty. Now, what we need to find as humanity is how do we inspire people to change their life before they get the dis-ease, before they hit that toxic relationship, before they hit that financial scarcity point, mm. like, and actually change our brains where we move towards more joy instead of constantly running away from pain. But that was my story. I had to reach a rock bottom. And then in that rock bottom, I like, I just like got obsessed and I started delving into vibration and law of attraction and the science behind manifestation and how everything works. And once I started understanding the science behind it, not just reading books like The Secret or The Magic, like I understood the science and I got into the quantum physics and what's actually having my subatomic particles vibrate faster and lighter. Holy shit, did I implement? Did I be consistent? And within about two months, I'm going to say, my entire life transformed. I like quit my job, took out a loan, started my coaching business, invested $40,000 in myself. It was insane. It's like someone cut open my head, took out my old brain and put in a new one. Wow. (laughs) And that's only, and you did that all in two months. After how many years do you think you were living in that kind of like self, low self-worth hell? My whole life, babe. My whole life, I had been searching for happiness outside of me. My whole entire 
life. Like got a one-way ticket to Greece to try and turn myself straight and marry a guy so I could make my parents happy. That's how how much I loved myself. Right? And oh. now I'm like this loud fucking lesbian that's so fucking unapologetic and fully self-expressed and love it and own it, yeah. you know? There's a huge difference and it all comes down to raising my vibration, really. The more you you can become, the more authentic you become, the more your light shines, the more magnetic you become, the more that's going to ooze into your relationships, into your finances, into your marketing content, into your business, into everything. Raising your vibration is not about becoming someone you're not to manifest what you want. It's about letting go of all the shit you're not so you are in alignment with who you really are. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And for some people, they never get to that stage or they're not necessarily stubborn, but they won't allow themselves to believe that this could work for them. It's kind of that victim mentality. I've had so many people that are like, this won't work for me. Yeah, and that's the thing because if I'm being honest, I got presented with so many like, oh, join Isogenics, join this, join that. Like I saw these people creating financial freedom online and they like some of them I kind of knew and I was the same. I can't do that. I don't know how to sell. I don't know how to do anything online. That's not for me. And it's not even having victim mentality. It could even be that they just honestly don't believe it to be true about themselves. I could never be an entrepreneur. I could never run a business because it's foreign. But this is where... I think we need to be okay with as much as we're here to motivate people and inspire people, there's also a beautiful journey that every individual soul gets to take. And I think that it's normal for almost everyone to go from victim to then through contrast go fuckthisshit.com and through that contrast, a new rocket of desire is birthed. And that's when you shift into, I'm going to change my life. And that's stage two consciousness. But then what happens is a lot of people stay here and they get married to the game of I've got to do, do, do all over myself and hustle to create the results where there's a better way of doing it. And that's where stage three is, you know, that I'm co-creating with the universe. And then again, it all comes down to raising our vibration. The more we raise our vibration, the more this fucking woo-woo as it sounds, we literally are in a super flow state. We are manifesting faster. We are collapsing time. Life gets sexy. Mm, yeah, definitely. So if there's someone who's sat here thinking, I have been doing this, for a year, year and a half. Like I've been committing, I've been doing the work and whatever they're desiring isn't like, it's not coming off or not very fast. What would be your advice to them? My advice to them would be, you have not done my bulletproof reprogramming system. <laughs> there we go, I'm gonna teach you right up there, babe. <laughs> Sorry, my advice to them would be like, okay, what are you really doing? Because the amount of people that I speak to that are like, oh, like I get up and, you know, I plug into a Dr. Joe Dispenza meditation and, I read a bit of a book and I do like, I truly believe that discipline creates freedom, consistency creates certainty, and structure creates safety. So they need to be focusing on discipline, structure, and consistency. 
Do they have structure in their mornings or are they getting up? Oh, I'm going to do a bit of this, a bit of that. Like structure, wake up, black coffee, get in gym gear, run, come back, belt our magical script, meditate for 20 minutes, have cold shower. At the start, I know it sounds like the army, but at the start, your ego is going to find every excuse in the world not to do it. So you've got to have discipline and that structure. And then the consistency. Over time, again, it comes back to six to eight weeks, six to eight weeks of having a very structured and disciplined morning routine. Like you're going to see some shifts. But what, what happens is most people, six to eight weeks, they're expecting to have a full transformation where they're rich and financially stable. Start looking for where the mirror is shifting and ride on that momentum. Like it is possible and I'm living proof. In my seven years of business, I've literally had so many times where I've stopped doing my morning routine. Oh, I've gotten lazy, oh, this, oh, that. And then I've gone back to it and literally my life's transformed. Anytime my life is transformed mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, it's because of my dedication, devotion, discipline, and consistency to my very structured bulletproof reprogramming system or million-dollar rituals, whatever you want to call it. And it doesn't really matter what, you know, I could tell you my tools are the best, but you know what to do. Like just make sure you're doing the same thing every single day, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is so true, though. I, I've seen it and I see it in so many people. Like you start to feel better, you do feel better, and it's almost like, whether it's laziness or just get busy or it's the ego just like putting you back to your comfort zone like oh you're getting a little bit comfortable here I prefer you in like self-sabotage like come back yes. come back yeah because yeah, self-sabotage is familiar right and it's safe and like you're talking about the wormhole so what I mean by this is if identity creates reality let's say your current identity is down the bottom here and to a whole new reality which is up the top here you have to take a shift. And what happens is when we go into like the skinny part of the wormhole, right, this is where literally we started massive shifts and every part of our programming, every part of our cell inertia, every part of our old identity will try to do everything to pull us back down to the old identity because your brain does not give a shit about your success. Your brain is there to keep you safe and your brain's doing an incredible job. Yeah, all I'm going to say is that, that courage is the gateway to manifestation heaven. So it's all good and well for me to reprogram myself. But guess what else I was doing in those first two months of changing my life? I was taking crazy, bold, ridiculous action every single day. The whole point of doing routines and rituals and cultivating certainty is so that we can then handle more uncertainty and take risks externally. So when's the last time you really took a risk? When's the last time you took a little bit of shit my pants? Courageous action. Like I'm talking bold, courageous action, not posting a little pretty picture with a written post, like actual old courageous action that's going to change your life mm, yeah that's amazing isn't it and that feeling is so uncomfortable it's like you really do kind of like feel like oh my god what the hell have I just done 
But actually, very soon afterwards, you see the results of that's actually it was actually okay. It worked out okay. Exactly. And I think what people need to understand is, isn't it interesting that, and I was actually thinking about this the other day, most people will spend their entire lives being so careful and not taking risks only to end up exactly where they didn't want to end up. Mm, yeah. So you spend a whole life being careful, not really living, just to end up miserable. Right. Yeah. If that's not giving you motivation to go fucking do something crazy right now, whoever's listening, fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. Go live. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh my God. It is so true. It is absolutely true. And when I think about, you know, like my clients and people, I'm like, oh my God, hear this, like hear this and do it. Just please do it. So just one more question then before we go. In terms of like your your like your programming was when you were growing, let's just focus on money, for example. When you were yeah. growing up from your environment, was your programming sort of like a positive money mindset or was it more negative or was there scarcity? And how did you change that if it was the case? This is a really cool question. And I've been, you know, really reflecting on this. So my dad was a TV technician. He was living on $17,000 Australian dollars per annum. And he married my mom with like hardly no money. They had nothing. And for the first four years of their marriage, they saved every last penny. And my parents always say, like, your generation don't know how to fucking save. You all yeah. want to fancy dinners or go on holidays, instant gratification. I totally agree, right? Yeah. But I share this with you because I am going to say that I got, it's not so much that I was coded with incredible money, but I was coded with incredible courage codes. Mm. So I saw my dad go from a pauper to basically taking a huge risk and he decided to buy a business. And he built that business to have nine stores across Australia and built it to a multi-million dollar business. But it was the risk that he took. Then that went completely bankrupt and he went into six, $6 million debt. And then he decides, without even having a builder's license, driving past a building one day, that he was going to buy a block of land, took out a loan from the bank, built 29 apartments, two penthouses at the top selling for $2.5 million. Bang, bang. That was his first project as a building manager, whatever you call it. So I don't think so much it's the money. It's what I downloaded as the ability to take massive risks that have really helped me. And I'm so grateful and thankful for where it was a downfall in having like seeing my parents, you know, go from not great to money is that dad never wanted for me to be successful in my career or money. He's like, you just marry a great guy, have babies. A woman's purpose is just to have babies. Just have some babies, babies, have babies, 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 babies. Yeah. So I was indoctrinated with my only purpose is to have babies. And so every time he said that, I'd be a little bit, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, right? And so I share this with you because he came from nothing. He was a village boy. So he just wanted so much to provide his children with everything that he didn't have. Mm. That made us spoilt. Yeah. The interesting thing is that when I started my business, I could have easily, well, I couldn't have, but I guess what I'm trying to say is my entitlement with money actually is just as much of a detriment than a scarcity mindset. 
because we're not valuing money but it's almost like think of scarcity mindset my mindset was like the opposite but actually wasn't going to help me build a business and so my entitlement has been something that I've had to like shift through and interestingly enough I only really became financially independent and free at the age of 30 which is when I decided to cut all ties with my parents what I mean by that is like I don't want your support. I don't want this. I don't want anything if it means that you can have any sort of control of how I speak about my sexuality online because that was a way that could control me. We've given you so much, Alex. Why would you shame the family? Well, you know what? Fuck you. Take everything back. And so that's why I decided I'm going to take out a load and I'm going to build this on myself. And if I fall flat on my ass, I fall flat on my ass. And it was interestingly enough in that moment that I decided to take out a loan and do it all on me. And I was like really in it by myself. Mm. Boom. That's when the universe went, righto, now it's go time. Yeah, I can so see that. I can so see that because that was you with true worth and you deserved that as opposed to kind of like being given it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had like full transparency. I've have had shame in the past of like, oh, well, you don't know what it's like to grow up with scarcity money program. And I get it. And I'm here to say that like these tools you can apply to shift any area of your life. Like mm-hmm. I actually think it's harder to shift your level of self-belief and conviction than it is your money programming. When you believe in yourself and you completely rewire yourself to have a new incredible outlook on life and what you have the ability to do in your lifetime, Mm. that is going to translate in wealth and money. So it wasn't my wealth and money codes that got to me where I am. It is my ability to have rewired, you know what? I'm not going to be this sad loser for the rest of my life. Mm. I'm actually going to be someone that I love. I'm going to change the world by changing myself. Yeah. So focus on cultivating, I like to call it a diluted level of self-belief, cultivate certainty, cultivate inner self-belief, because I promise you, people buy your energy, people buy your self-belief. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, especially when you're in business. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, thank you so much. And we made it to the end with technical difficulties. We were like, uh oh, that could have been a disaster. But actually, it's fine. It's all worked. It's all good. Have fun uh, editing it. (laughs) Ah, I know. Where can people find you? Can you just tell us where your Instagram is or your TikTok or wherever you are? Yeah, babe, everything's Alex Tripod, at Alex Tripod, at Alex Tripod. So Instagram, I just go to at Alex Tripod. I've got like a free 21-day manifestation accelerated challenge that I would highly advise everyone to do. There's like 21 different delicious tools. They go through like setting intentions, self-concept, money activations, like everything. So go in there. That's a great way to come into my world for free. Perfect. Thank you so much and have a lovely evening. See you, babe. Bye.